and unbreakable brand stands the test of time, builds your momentum in business, and paves the way for profit and prestige. An unbreakable brand rises above the sea of sameness. Welcome to the Unbreakable Brands podcast, exclusively for business owners and CEOs ready to be rock solidly seen because blending is boring. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, the founder and CEO of a six-figure strategic brand agency. Here's the thing. Businesses can be easily broken, but a brand can be both cutting edge and enduring. No compromises necessary. In this podcast, you'll hear the top strategies used by unbreakable brands that create massive momentum to scale, plus the driving forces behind their creators and founders. Let's begin. Oh, we could, we could fly. Let's talk about the hidden ways you're destroying your brand. I know, I know, this is Unbreakable Brands, and now you're telling me mine is falling apart. Well, yes, you could be unintentionally degrading your brand instead of building an unbreakable one. And in today's episode, I'm diving into three common brand-breaking pitfalls and how you can avoid them as you scale. Okay, number one is calling your clients, customers, or audience your family. Brands who value equity do not call their customers, clients, or audience their family. It is one, not a healthy or sustainable structure because when you say family, your brain says do everything and anything for them no matter what. So over time, this tends to lead to dropping your boundaries, overworking, and eventually burning out, right? And the same can be said for your team. I know that it's a little bit easier of a switch to do this for clients, customers, or audience, but if you have your team and your any sort of company, calling them family is also just as bad, right? Because it leads to those same things of overworking, burnout, dropping boundaries, and a sense of emotional manipulation, And before you come for me, this does not mean you can't have a warm, nurturing, welcoming brand. You absolutely can. If those are your brand values, there are healthier, more sustainable ways to do that that help not only you and your mental well-being, but help the sustainability and growth of your business to be taken seriously as an expert and an authority over time. Okay, so here's an example of this. Instead of saying, we're like family or welcoming people into a family, which I see a lot, like welcome to the family, you can equate it with something else, right? Equate it with something like a sports team, a league, a squad, telling them you're there to back them up, right? It's a very simple, easy switch to create a very healthy and sustainable boundary if you have that warm, nurturing, caregiving brand. And if that happens to be part of your brand values and what you want to represent, then I suggest you completely remove that idea of tying family in any way to your clients, customers, or audience, or to your team. Number two on the list of ways you could be destroying your brand is, I like to say, being messy is not a brand vibe, okay? I'm sure you've seen it, or maybe I'm calling you out specifically, but a brand typically a personal brand that rides the wild wave of hot mess express is not helping your brand or business. While occasionally an 
I mean very occasionally, I have seen this work for a purely personal brand or influencer. If you're a CEO running a business, cultivating your brand, this being messy vibe will eventually fizzle out and certainly will impact your bottom line. Constantly sharing how you're late, you stayed in your pajamas for five weeks straight, you live in pure chaos might be entertaining, but this is not a reality TV show. It's your brand. And At its core, it won't work because it is an approach that puts all the focus essentially for your business and brand on you and only you. And if you've learned anything so far, it should be that the focus needs to be on your client or customer always. And I say this from a point of like, I am absolutely not judging you. (laughs) Like we are human beings who certainly have hot messes in our lives and have messy moments. Like I'm not saying that that's like, you know, something you can't share in small quantities. Like you can certainly be vulnerable, but I have seen so many individuals make being messy a core component of how they're showing up in their business. And the reason that's not going to work is because it's not about you. Like this is like long term looking at this long term and sustainability. It's really about how you're serving those around you, right? And if integrity is at all the center of what you do or your mission, then how you show up should not be taking us for an all inclusive chaos trip, but should instead be rooted in what you can do for others and how you can serve with integrity. That likely has nothing to do with being a hot mess. And I want to leave this one by saying, yes, you can certainly have a funny, irreverent brand. My past client, Paulette, is a great example of this. She shares her rejection emails. She's a writer. And so she submits her stories and ideas all the time to massive publications. She's had multiple stories in the New York Times, right? But she shares her rejection emails on her social media. But she is also balancing this with supportive offers like centered around her clients. And her work is about helping writers how to write when it's outside of, you know, getting published in these in these major publications. And sharing her own rejection is a way to create vulnerability, empathy, and community, which are super important pillars of her brand. And that's a really great example, I think, of being able to do that being able to be funny, irreverent, and connected to empathy without jumping on the hot mess express train. Okay, number three, and this is the one I'm prepared to get some heat for, I know, is that Upwork and Fiverr is freelance work, not your brand work. I want to start by saying you can absolutely make incredible money on these platforms. That is not a lie. I know lots of people who have hit six and even seven figures through these platforms. Upwork specifically is known for being able to help people scale that way in terms of income. And you can also choose to only work off of these platforms. You absolutely can, but you need to know the risk and potential damage that it can do to your brand and if your outlook is truly about cultivating the brand or something else. 
Upwork, Fiverr, and other platforms like these are really built to connect freelancers with businesses, both large and small. If you didn't know, they take a fee for the connection and using their platforms. The fees are not even why I'm talking about this. It's certainly a deterrent, but these platforms are specifically built for gigs, not sustainable businesses. And here's the major divide, right? You have no control or very little. You cannot take clients off the platform without specifically violating terms of service, which is a huge no-no for these platforms, which makes sense. It's built for gig work. And you'll be competing on price first. You're not competing as a brand. You're not competing with the value and expertise you necessarily offer. You can certainly put that out there, but you're competing on price first, which is a really shaky business model, but the reality for freelancers. And if that's where you want to be in the freelancing world, totally fine. You may have even started on one of these platforms as a service provider with the goal being to build your business, figure out maybe what you want to do, build your expertise. But if your goal now is to build your business and brand to operate independently, have control over your leads, keep clients in your hands, not let someone else set your own rates, not having to worry about fees and competition in the sense that you would in these platforms, then they aren't for you and they aren't really a way that is going to help your brand and eventually it could potentially destroy your brand. And if you plan to be a freelancer forever, and don't mind any of this, then by all means dive in. Like you don't have to listen (laughs) to this. But if it's not, then it's time to stop relying on what is essentially the Amazon of service providers for your business. As you scale your business and cultivate your brand, you need to avoid these and go back to working on your foundations first. So that's it for today's episode. Those are my top three hidden ways that I see a lot of people destroying or degrading their brand. They're easy pitfalls, but there is also easy solutions to start moving away from those things. I would love to hear from you. So certainly reach out in my DMs on Unbreakable Brands Pod and let me know if you agree, if you've fallen into these, and then if you're considering removing them. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Brands Podcast. I would love to hear from you as you forge forward, not just as a business, but as a rock solid brand on your entrepreneurial journey. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Unbreakable Brands Pod to continue the conversation. If you're a business owner and you're ready to increase your business visibility by creating and cultivating a legacy brand, reach out to my brand agency at Bethany Works Design or fill out my inquiry form on bethanyworks.com. As always, I am rooting for you. I would like to take a moment to thank my team who provides incredible support on our path to building and educating on unbreakable brands. Editing and production of our podcast is made possible by Kate Howard at Amplify Boutique. You can visit unbreakablebrands.com to view all the episodes or pop over to bethanyworks.com to check out my brand and web design agency. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, signing off until next time.